Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello, and welcome to episode number 14 of the Property Magic Podcast in which I'm going to share with you the power of networking and how your network is your net worth. I'm also going to explain why I used to hate networking, but how, in fact, it's actually been one of the best things I could have ever done. And I'm also going to give you the very best question to ask when networking. But first of all, I have to be really honest with you. Most people hate the idea of going to a network meeting and having to meet people that they don't know. Now, I was like that myself. Now, you may not believe it, but I used to be very shy. The idea of meeting new people was not something that I used to like to do. It's a bit like when you're invited to a party and maybe you know the host of the party, but you don't know anyone else. And you first walk in and it looks like everybody else knows each other and you're the only person who doesn't know anyone. So I don't know about you, but I used to probably go to the kitchen where the drinks are and start to talk to people as they came in to have drinks and slowly build up my confidence to go and, and meet people in the main room. And that's what a network meeting can feel like, but it shouldn't do. Because actually, at a network meeting, everyone there's got something in interest. They probably don't know each other. And at our network meetings, we try and make sure that people welcome you and introduce you to people to help you settle down. So let me tell you how I first got involved in networking. So I left my job at Cadbury's in 2001. And a friend of mine was invited to be the chairman of a new breakfast business networking club in Birmingham. And so he invited me to attend. He thought it'd be a really good idea because he thought there might be some great people for me to meet. And I did exactly that. And I attended on a regular basis for a couple of reasons. First of all, at that time, I'd left my full-time job and none of my friends were in property. They were all working. None of my family had ever invested in property apart from their own home. So I was kind of doing it on my own and I found it quite lonely. So the idea of meeting up with a group of other business owners and entrepreneurs on a weekly basis was actually quite attractive just for a bit of company, if I'm honest. But secondly, I found it really useful to build my power team of contacts that I needed for my business. I met a great solicitor who was able to help me in my property transaction, a mortgage broker, an estate agent, a printer. In fact, everybody I needed for my property business. But there was one problem. None of these people actually invested in property themselves. So whilst they were good at their job and they could help me, they never really understood exactly what I was trying to achieve. And so I wanted to find some sort of property networking group. So I went online in 2003 to see if I could find something, but there was nothing at all. And I thought I oh, was really good to, to go to a group, but there wasn't anything. And I thought about this for about six months and I thought, well, well, maybe I should start a group. You know, if there isn't one, maybe I should do one. So in November 2003, I started the very first property networking event in the entire UK for property investors. I held it in Birmingham. We had about eight people come to the first meeting and that's how PIN started. And I found it was really useful to be in a group of like-minded people who are all interested in property and were supportive of each other as opposed to the normal people 
in the normal world who are sometimes not as supportive as you would hope uh, because they just don't really understand property and they don't know what it can do for you. So rather than having to do everything on my own and make expensive mistakes, and you know, I've done quite well in property by 2003, but I also recognize I'd made lots of expensive mistakes, which I need not make if only someone had told me. So I found it really useful to talk to other people who were doing the same as same thing as me or what I wanted to do. And it saved me a huge amount of time and effort and money. So I didn't have to make those expensive mistakes. Now, I've met people through networking who I've been able to learn from, who've been suppliers and and given me products and services, who have sourced property deals for me. I've met joint venture partners, people who've worked with me. I've met people who've given me private loans, people who've become clients of mine, and also some of my very best friends are people who I first met through networking. So I'm a great believer in just how powerful this can be. And I also believe the more people you know, the more people you can pick the phone up to, to ask them a question or get some help, you know, that's really invaluable. So I do think that your network really is your net worth. Now, it doesn't happen overnight at your first networking event. It takes a while to get to know people, to build trust and to develop working relationships. But it's well worth it because I honestly think that the bigger your network, the bigger your net worth can become. Now, there are lots of different types of network meetings. Um, Some of them you go to and it's literally people just sitting around talking and there's no formal structure. They might meet in a bar or something, and that's great. Some, they have some sort of educational content and some actually they're just a sales pitch trying to sell you property or whatever it might be. So let me explain how we run our property investor network meetings, the PIN meetings, which were the very first network meeting in the UK and many other network meetings have been modeled on our structure. So let me tell you what to expect when you go to a PIN meeting and also how to get the most out of it. So our meetings, you can arrive from 6 p.m. So they're always in the evening. So people can go after work. Arrive from 6 and you register. And there's about an hour of informal networking. So you can talk to people there, connect with them, make contacts. And at 7 p.m. till 9 p.m., we have the formal content. And normally have an update from a local letting agent. You find out what's happening in the market. A mortgage broker says what's happening in the mortgage market. And that's really important because the market keeps on changing. Then we normally have, uh, we actually have a prize draw. So everyone who registers 72 hours in advance gets entered into a prize draw and someone wins some incredible training. And then we have our first speaker who might be talking about some property related topic, obviously, for about 25 minutes. Um, Then we have an opportunity uh, for networking. So those people who want to can stand up and say how they can help other people in the room. Now, people don't have to do that, but people find it very powerful to raise their profile. Then there's a little bit of a networking break and a comfort break. And then we're back in the main room for about 10 past eight for the main speaker of the evening, who does a 45 minute presentation about some sort of property investing strategy or something like that. We're finished by nine. And then a lot of people hang around afterwards in the bar to network often for a couple of hours. And that's where some of the best networking happens. So now you understand the structure and many meetings are like that. There are a couple of things you can do before during and also after the meeting to get maximum benefit. So let's run through those now. So before the property meeting, first of all, 
Think about what do you want to achieve by going to the meeting? Uh, Don't just turn up to see what happens. Try and set a positive intention of what you want to achieve. For example, it might be you want to learn about a particular strategy. So you want to meet someone who can answer your questions about that. Maybe it's a particular contact you need. Uh, Maybe you're looking for a reliable builder or a plumber or a solicitor in the local area. And you can ask for recommendations. So by going along with an intention of what you want to get out of the meeting, you're far more likely to actually achieve that. The next thing is get some business cards printed. It makes you look far more professional because when you meet people, they might have said, oh, can I have your contact details? And if you say, well, I haven't got any cards. And, you know, sometimes people run out of cards. But if you can have some cards printed, it's going to make it a lot easier, more professional rather than just writing down your number. So I recommend you do that. Um, You can go to any website, vistaprint.com, get some cards printed. They don't have to be fancy. As long as you have something with your email address, your phone number, and ideally a picture. By putting your picture on the card, it means when someone's got a whole stack of cards they've collected, they see your picture, they're more likely to remember you than the other people. So really important to do that. And also find out what time it starts and what times it finishes and plan to arrive early and plan to leave late. Take the whole evening and dedicate it to this networking because this is a great way to build your knowledge, build your network so you don't want to miss any of it. When you actually get to the meeting, so during the meeting, a couple of things you can do. The first one is remember to speak to as many people as you can, not just one person. Very often when you meet someone and start talking, they're quite nice, you get on and it's within your comfort zone to just talk to that one friendly person. But actually what you want to do is go and introduce yourself to as many people as you can. And that's what you're there for, to network, to build your network. Don't make the mistake of just speaking to people you already know. You know, deliberately talk to people who you don't know. When you actually meet people, you want to be interested in them before you talk about yourself. Make a note of what they're doing and what they're interested in, because then you know what they're looking for. And maybe they're looking for a particular contact and you can help them. You can recommend that person or maybe you can pass them on to someone else. So it's about thinking, how can you help the other people? There's an expression called giver's gain at networking, which is the more you put into it, the more you give to other people, the more will come back to you. So once you've met people, spoken to them, find out what they're interested in, ask for their card and suggest you have a follow-up call or maybe even meet for a coffee. Now, this is important because, as I said, you don't want to get stuck with just one person, but they might be really interesting. You want to have a further conversation with them. So once you've got a little bit of information, politely say, hey, look, we should probably go and connect with other people in the room, but I'd love to speak to you again. Can I have your card? Now, it's great to give them your card But what you want to do is make sure you get their card as well, because unfortunately, most people just don't follow up from network meetings. And if you don't follow up, you've literally wasted that time, that conversation you've had with that person. So if you get their contact details, it means that you're in a position where you can actually reach out and contact them. And finally, if there's an opportunity to stand up and introduce yourself to the whole group, I would seize that opportunity. Now, as I mentioned earlier, at the PIN meetings, we give people the opportunity to stand up for just 20 seconds and to deliver your elevator pitch. So in other words, say who you are, what you do, what you're looking for, and how you can help people in the room. Now, you don't have to do this, and you certainly don't have to stand up if you don't want to. But 
Most people on their first visit may not do this, want to see how it all goes. But this is a great opportunity for everybody in the room to get to hear what you're looking for. And I think it's definitely worth thinking about doing this and think about what you want to say in advance and practice it so you don't have to make it up on the spot. Remember, this might be the first impression that people get of you. So you want to be as smooth and slick as you possibly can be. Then after the meeting, the most important thing to do is to follow up with all the people you spoke to, ideally within 24 hours. Now, that doesn't mean you have to have a long conversation with them, but reach out to them and contact them. You could send them a text message or an email, or you could connect with them on social media, whatever's best for you. And I'd suggest to them that maybe you book a time to have a catch-up call. Or if they're close to where you live, you could even physically get together and have a coffee with them. Um, A very time-effective way to catch up with people is by doing what we call a Skype coffee. So most people have a cup of tea or coffee a couple of times a day in the morning, in the afternoon, etc. So you say to the person, hey, why don't we have a virtual coffee? What that means is we might arrange a call at, say, 11 a.m. in the morning or 3 p.m. in the afternoon. What we do is we go and make ourselves a cup of uh, tea or coffee. We sit down. We then connect over the Internet on Zoom or Skype or something we could do video conferencing. So we put the video on. So we're sitting there looking at each other, having a, a drink, talking. And it's almost like you're physically getting together, having a drink. But the great thing is there's no traveling time. And as soon as you finish, you can go back to your work doing whatever you want to do. So it's a really very time efficient way. Some of my mastermind students use this and they literally have two conversations a day, which means they connect with 10 people a week. That's 40 people a month. So this is a very, very effective way of quickly building your relationships and your network. Now, some of those people you arrange coffee with, they might be nice, but there's there's nothing you're going to do together. But some of them might be people you might eventually join venture with, or they might find deals for you, or they might have money to invest. So it really is worth connecting with these people and building those relationships. If you follow the steps I've given you, you'll quickly build your personal network and you'll be able to build your power team of contacts as well as make some new property friends. Now, I want to share with you the very best question you can use when you are networking. And rather than just randomly speaking to people, I say, have the intention of what do you want to get from that property meeting? And then when you meet people, remember, be interested in them, first of all, ask them what they're doing. And then you can ask this killer question. And the question is, who do you know who dot dot dot? So who do you know who is a great solicitor who understands purchase lease options? Or who do you know who is a good plumber who is reliable and will turn up on time? Uh, Or who do you know who might want to get a better return on their investment? So whatever you're looking for, you put who do you know who in front of it. Now, the reason this is so powerful is if you went and said to the person, do you want to lend me some money? Well, if they had some money, they probably wouldn't say yes, because they don't know who you are and what you want. But if you said, who do you know who might want to get a better investment on their money? Well, it gets them thinking about their wider network. And, you know, they might know some people who do have some money to invest. But also maybe they have some money themselves and they can start asking you questions about what you're talking about and the opportunity without revealing they've got money because it's as if they know someone who might be interested. So I hope that kind of makes sense. But it's a really great question to ask people. And you could just put who do you know who dot 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 in front of anything you're looking for. So some actions from this podcast is if you've already been 
to one of your local property investor network meetings, you know how invaluable they are. And why not book onto your local meeting right now? If you've never been to a property investor network meeting, then I recommend you go online and you find your local PIN meeting at this website. Now, we'll put this in the show notes, but it's www.pinmeeting.co.uk. P-I-N, so property investors network, P-I-N meeting.co.uk. Now, on that website, you'll see all of the 50 plus locations around the UK listed and there's bound to be somewhere close to where you live or work. I know we have some international people who listen to this podcast. We are looking at having pin meetings in the future overseas. So look out for that. We'll let you know. But for the meantime, for people who are based in the UK or who want to invest in the UK, you might live outside the UK, but want to invest in a certain area. Coming to the local PIN meeting is a great way to meet people who can maybe source deals for you, who can do the the refurbs, who can do the management and the maintenance. And so actually you can invest remotely by tapping in to these local networks. So if you go and look for the closest meeting to where you live or work or where you want to invest. You could check the date and the the meetings are normally on a Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday in the evening during the week. And then it costs £20 to attend. However, if you've never been before, well, you can come to your very first PIN meeting at no cost as my guest. And to do that, I'm going to give you a special voucher code that will save you £20. So the code you need to type in at the place when you're asked to is podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, all one word, podcast. So use it as as follows. So you visit the page for your local PIN meeting and you find that at pinmeeting.co.uk. You scroll down to the bottom of the page where normally you would pay. So you normally pay your £20 by credit card. However, there's a button that will say pay with a voucher code. So you click on that, you put your personal details in, then you put in the voucher code, which as I said is podcast, and it will bypass the £20 payment page and invite you to come to that meeting, the very first one, completely free of charge. You'll have a confirmation email come through to you, and then I'll put that in your diary and then make sure you turn up to the meeting and you can check it out for yourself. And the reason we do this and let you come along for free is we know you're going to get so much value from coming and from the educational content, from the connections you're going to make. £20 is actually nothing and you're going to want to come back because you're going to realise how by coming to this regular meeting will keep you up to date with what's happening in the market. We'll give you the opportunity to connect with other like-minded people and get that boost of property positivity every single month. So I do hope this has helped you to understand just how powerful networking can be for you and also how to get the most out of your local property investor network meetings. Now, in the next episode of this podcast, I'm going to share with you the 21 traits of truly successful people. I'm going to go through what these people do consistently to become incredibly successful and also I'm going to share details of how you could win a scholarship to my next 12-month Property Mastermind program. Now, the Property Mastermind program is £20,000 plus VAT. People pay that because we have such a high track record of incredible life-changing results for people. However, each year, we give one person the opportunity to come on this training completely free of charge as a fully paid scholarship. 
And in the next podcast, I'm going to tell you exactly how you can apply to be that person. So until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.